Hey everyone, this is Kyle. I just got out of the Star Wars The Rise of Skywalker showing. Um, I kind of wanted to release this as my initial thoughts um, while everything's still kind of fresh in my mind. I did um, take some time to kind of write some notes down um, afterwards, and I'm actually recording this from my phone. Um, so if the quality isn't what you are used to, then I apologize for that up front. Um, but I feel like with this being such a large conclusion to such a big thing in movie history, um, I kind of want to get my initial thoughts out there. I'm sure that Misha and I will be covering this movie more in depth and with um, more clarity after we've both seen it a couple times, because this is definitely a movie that you want to see more than once to kind of form a true opinion. Um, plus, he hasn't seen it yet. Um, so this is also going to be spoiler free. Um, I kind of want to, like I said, just get my initial thoughts out there. I'm not going to spoil anything um, for you guys because I believe no matter how the critics feel, no matter how other fans of this film feel, um, including myself, I think this is a movie that still needs to be seen uh, regardless of opinion. So this movie does have some pretty low scores right now. I think it's like a 54% on Rotten Tomatoes. Um, but again, don't let that change your judgment of going to see it and don't let it affect your viewing experience. So um, for me, I was not a fan of this movie. I think it um, was kind of ridiculous and a kind of ridiculous way to end a once promising trilogy that we had. Um, but I will say before I get into it that my viewing experience was phenomenal. I went into the theater um, with two of my good friends and we were in such an environment that made you really feel like a part of this universe. So you heard the cheer of the audience at certain moments of the film. You heard the oohs. You heard the ahs. It was very, uh, very cool to be kind of um, overwhelmed and into such a strong fan base that... It was a cool experience that you don't really have in most other films and when you just go to the theater to watch them. Um, also, with everyone being super big fans of the movie, everyone was also on their best behavior, and I love that because, as you know from listening to this, uh, myself and Misha are pretty big on theater etiquette. Um, so, yeah. So, kind of getting into it, I would say that um, there is one admirable thing about Star Wars The Rise of Skywalker. Uh, it tells you exactly what kind of movie it's going to be right from the jump. Um, I would say that it may sound like I'm kind of um, ranting and kind of like dogging on this film, but again, these are just my initial thoughts. Um, they, they possibly will change the more I see this, but for now... Um, Again, these are just how I'm feeling now. And um, so, again, the J.J. Abrams-like conclusion to, as we know, the modern Star Wars trilogy and apparently the grand finale to the so-called Skywalker saga um, finally came out. Um, this is brand new. I think yesterday was the first. Um, I'm recording this on a Thursday evening. Um, and... This movie is burdened with the creative challenge 
uh, following up The Last Jedi and the impossible expectations that come with ending a Star Wars trilogy. Of course, ending a Star Wars trilogy is super hard. How can you wrap up so many years of lore and so many years of um, of storyline that just seems very hard to just tie up in, in one simple bow? Um, in The Rise of the Skywalker's first five minutes, the film lets you know how it intends to go about both of these things. And I would say it goes about it with with cowardice. Um, the film begins with an opening crawl that teases Emperor Palpatine might be alive. And within minutes and literal minutes, uh, don't let anyone tell you what happens in the first few moments of the film or a spoiler. Uh, that tease is confirmed. Uh, Palpatine is back. Uh, he has an army of Star Destroyers. He's ready to give Kylo Ren if he does something for him first, which is, of course, kill Rey. From, from this kind of astonishing bit of fan pondering, the film rushes very quickly onward and never really stops. Um, we briefly catch up with Ray, Poe, Finn, and company before they're sent on an astonishing number of errands that they must run uh, before the big finale. And in between checking off boxes on this very cluttered shopping list, if you would, this The Rise of Skywalker has a few other priorities like explaining Palpatine's whole deal and revisiting the question of Rey's lineage. Um, another thing the movie tells you it's going to do in the first five minutes. Uh, and the, re the result is... The result of all this is, is a stuffed film that, because its characters have so little time to sit around and be characters, feels paradoxically uneventful, really. Um, and as a farewell for now, at least, to the new faces of um, that are introduced in The Force Awakens, The Rise of Skywalker is also perplexingly inadequate. While Rey, Finn, and Poe were never the most complex characters, The Rise of Skywalker mostly has them spouting interchangeable banter with, with little interest in giving them actual distinct moments of growth. Uh, Rey's journey um, is also pretty notwithstanding. Uh, Rose Tico, the quiet heart of The Last Jedi, is completely sidelined in this film. And even the new characters barely register. Um, pretty much they show up to point the main cast in the right direction and then exit stage left. Um, there's actually one really good uh, exception named uh, Babu Frick. Uh, you can't miss him. You'll love him as soon as you see him. Um, even Adam Driver's considerable talents are barely enough to sell uh, some of what Kylo's up to um, in this film. It's it's disappointing but not unexpected to watch The Rise of Skywalker and not encounter a single new idea. Um, those interested in the quiet um, radicalism, I guess, of the last deck of the last Jedi, which pretty much like democratized the force and suggested a moral order more complicated than like the light dark binary. Um, those people will find those notions pretty much abandoned and nothing of substance to replace them with. And, and what makes the rise of Skywalker so strange is, is how it as the third movie in a new trilogy is nonetheless even more entrenched in the, um, iconography of the original trilogy, I guess. Um, there's no need to, to divulge any more 
about the ways the film does this. Uh, Palpatine's presence is enough to make the point. This isn't a movie about a new generation facing new threats. It's about uh, new kids pretty much fighting their parents' fight because that's what the fans want to see them do. Um, It's, I guess in other words, uh, it's a movie about how we can't escape those old movies. And, And to this day, Star Wars remains a marvel of of emotional manipulation. It's a series of movies meant to enrapture children with an incredibly well-defined look and sound, pretty much hardwiring their brains to do cartwheels whenever they hear a John Williams score and the thumb of a lightsaber. Uh, Star Wars has raised a generation of easy marks, and I count myself among them. I go into these movies begging to be worked. I want to hear the music swell and see the heroes rise up against the impossible and feel the lump rise in my throat with them. There are no easier buttons to push than Star Wars buttons, that's for sure. Um, Yet, the rise of Skywalker can't seem to do it. It whiffs on its biggest emotional moments, even its well-intentioned ideas like uh, bringing back General Leia via unused footage from The Force Awakens ends up pretty much hamstringing the movie's potential for catharsis because... Every decision feels like a franchise choice, not a human one. And um, the challenge of watching Star Wars as an adult in the 2010s has been squ- has pretty much been um, kind of kind of downplaying and kind of depreciating um, how I feel about Star Wars, which was this genuine pop cultural phenomenon and. Um, and across this this new trilogy, we've we've pointed to flashes of heart and the hopes that that it meant that art could exist here and that Star Wars could expand to include all manner of people and stories while also raking in billions at the box office. And for a while, it seemed like that could exist and that could happen with these films. Um, but again, the rise of Skywalker suggests otherwise. Um, it it gives lip service to fans while also dictating to them which direction that fandom should flow. Um, Pretty much constricting instead of widening, safeguarding Star Wars for yet another decade, but failing to imagine what the next one would look like. So with that, I, I don't know um, if my, if my idea of the movie of the trilogy of the series, um, of the saga is going to change upon multiple viewings. Um, again, this is very fresh. I got out of the theater. I drove home. I wrote some notes down really quick. I kind of put them together and this is what you're getting. Um, so again, go see the movie regardless of maybe how my, my initial opinions, um, sound to you. I'm going to go see it again. Misha and I are both going to go watch it. We're going to get more detailed thoughts on it. We will get into a spoiler um, edition. Again, it's also kind of hard for me to put everything into words without spoiling it. I, I wanted to release this spoiler-free kind of quick um, feelings that I have right now just so um, you guys kind of get an idea of what I thought about the movie. I have a few people already asking me what I feel about the movie, and I think this might be a good 
a good start to understanding how I felt. Um, again, we do have a new Twitter. It's C2C Podcasting. Please follow it. Um, you can reach us there. You can tweet at us any questions you have. We can both always respond. Um, and yeah, so for now, this is um, going to be it. I hope to uh, talk to you guys later this weekend. And we'll talk to you next time. Thanks.